0: you're listening to the lovish podcast where we help christian women of color go from feeling overwhelmed invalidated and unappreciated to boundary enforcing confident women embracing their unique identity and thriving according to god's word today we're talking all about how authenticity is the key to your life's success plus Three ways to be more authentic. You're not going to want to miss this, love. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. This episode is brought to you by the Pink Emerald Retreat. At this three-day intimate weekend retreat for boss babes, high-achieving career women, and recovering strong friends, you're going to walk away with increased productivity, no more brain clutter, a customized plan of action for daily living and getting things done, a unique blueprint for your life, discovering your identity and purpose and a stronger sense of peace without compromising your boundaries as you support and love on the people in your life. For more information, go to thepinkemerald.com forward slash retreat. Hey, hey, welcome back for another episode. Today, we're talking all about how to show up more authentically. So what does authenticity mean? According to Google, uh, authenticity means genuine, the real thing, not a fake, not a version of the original, the real thing. Last week, we talked about how we can talk about mental wellness, we can talk about faith, we can talk about relationships, all in these compartmentalized settings, but how we need more opportunities and safe spaces to bring that together and have those conversations together. So when we think about showing up in each of these spaces, what we're talking about is showing up authentically as the person that God created you to be. This is super important because we lack self-awareness. At the core, what we're talking about is a lack of honesty with ourselves, with others, and with God. And Eventually, this lack of honesty with ourselves and with others and with God leads to suppression of emotions and communication. If you listen to The first episode, I talked about my story with suppressing my emotions and just being this ball of emotions that I didn't really know what to do with or how to communicate properly. And so many women are walking around like that, and in particular, so many women of color walking around like that because we're told Black families do this, or Latina families do this, or Asian families do this, or Indian families do this. this." like there are cultural expectations, but I want you to know that those cultural expectations do not supersede the word of God. Here's what I mean. You are not being honest. You're not being yourself. You have this spirit of conformity because that is what you know we're called to do many times when you join a religion. Then it calls for conformity and Christ definitely calls for conformity in certain things. So there are certain set expectations of you, for example, that you serve and love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind and spirit. So that is a version of conformity but it does not or is not meant to take away your unique identity. And so we get that confused. We feel like conformity means that I need to fall in line and I don't get to think for myself. So I'm having all of these emotions because maybe I disagree with something that's happening over here, but rather than speaking up and being the voice in this situation, my authentic self, hey, um, actually, I think I have a better idea that might just be the idea that shifts the way this entire process works. Instead of listening to that and speaking on that thing, that idea that God gave you, I am now stuck in a pattern of conformity, which leads me to becoming frustrated And as I am frustrated, I'm suppressing my emotions, which is brewing something inside of me. And it's causing me to have these emotional outbursts that are not in line with how I want to live my life. And it prevents healing, deliverance, and ultimately somebody else's deliverance. Because you now have suppression of self according to the unique way that you were designed. And now you have a mental health diagnosis. Now you feel dead on the inside. Now there's a lack of freedom in Christ and a lack of joy that you're experiencing because you thought that you had to die internally completely. Yes, we have to die to ourselves, die to our flesh and make sure that we are following the word of God and the sacrifices that the Holy Spirit calls for. But that does not mean to eliminate your character. For example, I want you to consider Paul. Paul was chief persecutor of the church of Christians. He went around doing so much damage and then God transformed him. God sat him down and transformed him. And then he went from being chief persecutor to now the one that's proclaiming the praises of God worldwide. Paul is so well known. Now I want you to consider these things. Yes, he was transformed. Yes, he had to fight his flesh. Yes, he had to undergo that transformation and discard his old dirty cloak for the one that the Holy Spirit gave him. But did God change his personality? No, God used his personality to bring glory and honor to his name. So that is why we need to be more authentic in our conversations, in all of these spaces. That's why your authenticity is so important to God. That's why you... Living according to how he designed you is so important. Let's get into the three ways that you can be more authentic. The first way, understand your unique identity. We are parts of one whole body. That's what the word of God says. If there are seven hands on one body, that's a problem right? We can't have seven hands. We don't even need seven hands. And if there are seven hands operating on one body, that means that there's an overproduction of something, which causes a problem in the entire system. We have to function according to our purpose. We are uniquely crafted. We have two hands for a reason, two eyes for a reason, one mouth for a reason these things serve a purpose. And so we have to be in line with what our purpose is and understand our unique identity. If you've ever seen the movie, The Black Panther, there's a scene where T'Challa is fighting and his mom is like yelling, show them who you are. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to walk into a room and we're supposed to shift the room. And that shift serves a purpose. You ever notice how one person walks into a room and the conversation goes a completely different way because they shifted the dynamics? That's intentional. That person brings something unique to that conversation and that transforms the way that the conversation proceeds. That's the way that we're supposed to be operating throughout all of our spaces we're supposed to be operating as our unique self. You are uniquely crafted by God to be exactly who you are and that's different than sis. Our gifts show up in very unique ways. So for example, if I'm functioning as part of a team for let's say a business or a retreat or a workshop or a brunch, if I'm part of a team and I'm in charge of marketing, that's not really gonna go very well because I'm not the best at marketing. I don't have a marketing background. I don't have a business uh, background or a business degree. What I have is a therapy degree. I have a social work degree. So if I'm in charge of resources, we can make that pop. I'm told all the time, girl, you're so resourceful. You always know how to find a program for something, an app for something, money for this, etc. So when I work hand in hand with marketing, That will draw people in and the program will function as it is supposed to. You market and you get the people here. I give the people the content that they need once they are here. That's the way that we function in our unique identity and purpose. And it flows according to God's word. Another way that you can show up more authentically is to honor your boundaries. We set boundaries sometimes, but then we don't enforce them. We got to stop that, boo. How many of us are attached to old mindsets and beliefs that setting boundaries are mean? All relationships need boundaries. So I need you to divorce that thought process that when I set boundaries, then I'm being mean. You're not being mean for setting boundaries. I want you to think about it in this context. You're driving down the road, you come across a bridge, big bridge across a river, a lake, or whatever. When you look at the sign, typically, or at least one of the bridges that I drive over, typically there is a sign that says slippery when wet. That sign is a boundary. That sign is designed to keep you safe. Is telling you, yo, when it's raining outside, when it's snowing outside, you probably going to need to slow down because this bridge is extra slippery when it's wet. And if you're going too fast, your car could go off the edge of the bridge. So take it easy. And so that is what our boundaries do in our life. So if I'm saying I have 50 million things to do, someone asks me, could you come and help me do X, Y, Z? And I say yes to that, knowing full well that I am beyond my capacity of functioning, then that now falls on me. And then I wonder why I end up frustrated, exhausted, and lonely at the end of the night. We got to stop doing that. And we have to divorce ourselves from this cultural thought process that I have to do it simply because of your role in my life. What I mean by that is so many times we think to ourselves, oh, I have to do this because this is my fill in the blank, because blood is thicker than water, because this is how we handle this. No, you don't. If it is out of alignment with number one, what God told you to do, number two, what you need to do, then it's a no. And I know some of us listening are probably like, Okay, but I don't even know if this is what God told us to do or told me to do. There's some basic commands that the Holy Spirit gave us. For example, taking care of your children, taking care of your family. That's your first ministry. If that is my first ministry, then some things I just don't need to be told. It's out of alignment with what God has for me if it impedes on my ability to take care of my first ministry. Because I am called to be obedient regardless. That's like if you tell a child to clean their room or make their bed, you don't have to tell them every single day, make your bed, make your bed, make your bed. No, it is a set expectation. So now if you're not making your bed, you're not meeting expectations and you're not being obedient. God doesn't need to tell us repeatedly to pause and take care of your family pause and do this. Like I told you to do, if he gave you an assignment, if he told you to do something, it is up to you to obey that assignment and to do that thing. And we have got to stop being distracted by the tactics that the enemy uses to throw off our focus. Culturally, we're taught to ignore boundaries and that's not biblical. Everything, every relationship has boundaries. Every relationship functions well with boundaries. The Bible says there is a time, a season, and a purpose for everything. So we have to remember that. There's a time and a season. And some seasons call for you to hustle responsibly, while others leave a little wiggle room for you to be a bit more relaxed. But the assignment remains the same. All right, y'all. So before we hop into the very last way that you can be more authentic, we're going to pause and have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Hey, girl. Did you know that statistics show black women have a higher chance of developing high blood pressure and other subtle life threatening diseases? Not to mention the mental health diagnoses we don't talk about. As a licensed therapist, I talk to women both in and outside of my office about ways to take off the superwoman cape and be themselves. Being a black therapist, I know how culturally we're often pressured to set aside our own mental wellness to do what we have to do. Girl, I've been there, and I've learned how to stop the cycle, and now I teach other women to do the same thing inside of the Pink Emerald Collective. The Pink Emerald Collective is centered on three pieces, establishing our identity, providing you with practical strategies, and solid connections with a squad. Take Shanetta, for example. She thought she didn't have the time or the money to invest in herself because she thought it meant taking up a lot of space in her schedule when she had a lot to do. She also thought it might mean spending a ton of money for something that would give her temporary or superficial results like a massage or a bubble bath. Now don't get me wrong, sis, that stuff has its place, but it's not gonna help you take off the cape and flourish in life shanetta was tired of putting herself on the back burner she joined the pink emerald collective and learned how to carve out time for herself resting intentionally making boundaries her bestie while loving on the people in her life and she is now connected to a tribe of amazing women who value sisterhood just like her Enrollment for the collective with the 14 day trial is now open. And when you join, you get access to our free bonus course, The Boss Babe Reset, a 30 minute bite sized masterclass to help you reset your routines. So if you're tired of being put on the back burner and you're looking for a squad, go to thepinkemerald.com forward slash collective to join today and grab your freebie. The last way that we can show up authentically is to stay in the fire. Now, I know you don't like that. I don't like it. (laughs) Nobody likes to stay in the fire. But staying in the fire allows you to be refined, boo. You think that that's what's going to provide you with some relief, but it actually ruins your character. I want you to think about it in terms of a diamond. When you put a diamond in the fire... It has to be burned. Like, in order to come out pure with clarity, it has to be burned. It has to be hot. So, if you want your character to be refined, if you want to walk as this confident woman that you visualize for yourself, if you want all that God has for you, you have to stay in the fire. We're going to talk more on this podcast about accepting the season that you're in with grace because that's a challenge. It's a challenge and I know it because I've lived it. It it comes in and it goes away based on the season that you're in. You have to accept the season with grace. So we'll talk about what that looks like to really learn to accept God's plan in the moment when it's frustrating, when you actually wanna hop up out of the fire, when you wanna make things happen, when you think, that your plans are better, that your ideas are better, that you can get to the end goal that you're picturing much quicker. But actually, Holy Spirit got something totally different planned for you that's going to be 10 times better than what you are envisioning. But you won't get to experience that if you keep hopping about the fire. I'm going to share something that I share inside of the Pink Emerald Collective all the time. I want you to think about a good soup or a good old pot of string beans. When we got that good pot of string beans, you put those string beans in, you put the flavors together, you already have your cooked meat. That meat should be really tender and falling off the bone. That's got to be done ahead of time before we even throw the string beans in the pot. But at that point, when the meat is cooked, when that portion is done, then we wanna combine it with the string beans. And when you put those string beans in there, you gotta put the seasoning in there. You gotta let it come to a nice boil, nice and hot, everything meshing and melting together. And then once it comes to that, you turn it down and you let it simmer just a little bit longer. And it has to simmer so that the flavors naturally interact with one another. So that you get that good... <sniffs> <laughs> when people eating on your stream, like, girl, what you put inside of this dish, honey? Come here so I can smack you. Like That's what you want it to be like. Because we're supposed to bear fruit. We're supposed to produce fruit that glorifies God. So we don't want a little raggedy fruit coming up off no tree. We're not really trying to have busted up fruit. We're not trying to have the fruit that's not even ripe yet. We want those good pieces of fruit, them good hearty stream beans, that five soup. That's what we want. And if we want that, then we have to keep the fire going. We have to stay in the fire. We need authenticity too, because that's what Jesus gave us. And that's what he gives us. Never was Jesus stunting anywhere in the Bible. Even when he met the woman at the well, he was straight up with her. You've had many husbands, sis. (laughs) Called her out just like that. He was not trying to pretend about who he was and what he could do. When he was napping on the boat and the disciples became afraid, he said, come on, man. Y'all was scared. Y'all didn't know who y'all had on board. He never hid or dumb down his character for who he was around. He showed up as his authentic self, and he still shows up as his authentic self. And authenticity is how we heal and grow. We don't even understand what we bring to the table without authenticity. So many times you're like, yeah, I want to sit at the table. I'm trying to get in with them. Oh, girl, did you see that? I need to really get on and sit at their table but what if god called you to build your own table and to fill positions at your table with influential people what if you are actually the blueprint for a new type of table you don't know that if you're not being authentic it's time to talk about what i've been loving product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. This week is all about the simplicity of nature. I've been outside more for runs, for walks. I've been working out outside. I always love the summertime because I can take the kids with me to the park and I can do my run and they get to play on the playground and i can watch them so it's like a win-win for all of us another thing that we like to do at the park is i like to take my daughter for a picnic lunch and then i will work under the shelter while she's playing at the park so this week i'm just loving the simplicity of nature thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the lovish podcast again my name is sita hood In today's episode, we talked about why it's important for us to start showing up authentically in all the spaces that we are assigned to. And then I gave you three ways to show up more authentically. The first way is to understand your unique identity and how you function as part of a whole body. The second way was to honor your boundaries, to divorce cultural narratives that say that you have to Take one for the team and to start living a little bit more independently, but according to God's word. And the final tip was to stay in the fire and let your character simmer like a good soup. For more in-depth resources on discovering your identity, visit thepinkemerald.com forward slash videos. If you love this episode and you have about 60 seconds, I would love it if you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Reviews help the show to grow and help us to impact more women and open up the floor for more authentic conversations. Thanks again, I will see you next time.